Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Chris Hamsler with Future Tech Podcast. Today I have Mark Lurie, Codex Protocol, the decentralized registry for art and collectibles asset class. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. Thanks for being here. Tell us about yourself and uh, maybe some background on, on this project. Sure. So um, my name is Mark Lurie. I previously founded and sold an online marketplace uh, for fine art and collectibles and ran that for about five years um, and sold it about a year ago and decided uh, to learn about blockchain and very quickly realized there's some really deep and longstanding problems in the art and collectibles market that uh, they can be solved by the application of blockchain. And so that was the genesis of um, of this project, Codex, which I'm excited to tell you about. Excellent. So, well, tell us a little bit more. Great. So Codex is a decentralized title registry for the $2 trillion art and collectibles asset class. Um, it includes everything from fine art to fine wine to jewelry to watches to collectible cars and more. Um, but unlike every other asset class, there's no title registry. Um, and that makes it really hard to do a lot of things. And so we're creating a title registry by pulling provenance onto the blockchain, which is the history of ownership and transmission. And this is especially important in art and collectibles because the title and the history of ownership, also known as the provenance, is the primary driver of value because it's the primary driver of authenticity. And so by pulling this on the blockchain, we can create a decentralized title registry that application developers can then build on top of. And we expect a lot of different applications to build from insurance applications to give instant quotes to asset-backed lenders to artist royalty rights to auction houses, galleries, and more. And we're building a first application, which is called Biddable. Biddable makes it possible to register for auctions and bid anonymously and pay with cryptocurrency. And we think this will drive adoption of our title registry. And we know it will drive adoption because we're backed by an industry consortium. So we have about 5,000 auction houses and uh, that sell about 10 million items a year worth about $6 billion in value, all of which will be purchasable uh, with cryptocurrency on day one when we launch. So we're pretty excited about it um, and excited for the, the partnerships we have and um, the consortium behind us so that we can make this concept of a title registry um, for a really big asset class uh, become a reality. Tell us how Biddable works. So if you want to buy at an auction today, it's much harder than you think. You often have to register a couple weeks in advance of the auction. You have to uh, make disclosures about your net worth. So you might have to send bank statements. Also that the auction house 
knows that if you bid and win, you'll pay. They lose a lot of their revenue to people who bid and win but never pay. And so because of this problem, they actually, you know, they really make it hard to bid and they actually exclude a lot of people. So we think a million bidders a year are excluded from auctions from our partners because they don't, they can't, or they don't want to make those disclosures. A lot of them are from Asia where they have Mandarin bank accounts. And so their bank statements aren't going to be readable by uh, a U.S. auction house. And so, uh, and that happens throughout the world. We have auction houses in 50 countries. And so with Biddable, you can leave a cryptocurrency deposit, which makes it so you can instantly join the auction and bid and then pay with cryptocurrency. Um, and so it really simplifies the process and makes it so crypto can buy and invest in art and collectibles directly. Okay, so yeah, definitely. So this is opening up auctioning for a better part of the world, more specifically in Asia. Uh, I that, use Asia as the example, and it's a big one. Okay. But, you know, we have auction houses in 50 countries, and it's in every direction. Uh, an Asian auction house doesn't really know how to vet a U.S. bidder either. Got it. Okay. So tell us about um, tell us about some of your past projects. I know you, you mentioned what you were doing right before this. Um, that led up to especially like your blockchain interest. Sure. So I've always had an interest in economics and marketplaces. Um, my personal background is I studied economics uh, and the history of economic systems at Harvard as an undergrad. Um, and then I uh, worked in venture capital at Bessemer Venture Partners, making investments in new technologies um, and focused a lot on protocols and infrastructure. Um, Twilio was a was an uh, an investment that I was involved in, and uh, and so I, I've kind of had a long-standing interest in technology, infrastructure, and economics. And after my last venture in art and collectibles, I, I kind of had a natural view on where it could be applied in in this space. And so blockchain is something I've been interested in for years and participated in casually for years. And I'm really excited that now I can um, you know apply it to the real world. Awesome. So. Um you saw a problem that needed a solution, especially in Biddable. And can you tell us more about what you see Biddable doing in its future development? So the goal of Biddable is to make it so anyone with crypto and anyone who's excluded from auctions today can easily buy and invest in art and collectibles. And, uh, and so we're embedding that into the software and technology used by auction houses today. And that's going to roll out really quickly. Now, the vision for Codex, which is protocol that Biddable is built on, is longer and even larger. As items sell through auction, they'll be added to our title registry. And as this title registry is populated, there's a lot of things about the art and collectibles market which will become easier. And the mission of Codex is to create a fairer and easier art market. What kind of um, feedback have you gotten from auction houses? So auction houses are really excited about what we're doing. Um, it's also a really big problem for them, which is that, you know, it's hard to bid in auctions and they want to welcome as many people into auction as they can. Um, and the reception has been really good. And that's why we've been able to put a consortium together, um, why we've been able to integrate into the software and technology providers that serve these auction houses and why we'll be rolled out to about 5,000 auction houses from day one. So it's really positive. Um, but I guess I just want to emphasize that this is one application on top of Codex. Uh, it's a title escrow application. But once there's a title registry, there's a lot of other things that become possible to do to make the market better. Um, so think about 
if you didn't have a title in real estate? How could you lend? How could you do mortgages? It would be really hard. How could you go get insurance? How could you prove your ownership? Um, how could you get repairs uh, and additions and store that information that it's legal? It's really hard. And, and without a title registry today, it really handicaps the art and collectibles market. And so as all this auction inventory comes on to, to our title registry, we expect insurance applications to, to rise on top so that you can give instant quote appraisal applications so that you can value pieces more easily. Uh, lending applications so you can lend against art more easily. It's a lot of different things that we expect will happen, and all of those are within kind of our vision for the ecosystem. Excellent. So beginning with uh, working with auction houses, expanding to insurance and title markets. So are they, back to the auction houses, are they, you seem pretty excited about the technology. Are there any skeptics out there that you're working on or anything that they're skeptical about with the technology? I think you always have early adopters and late adopters when you're providing new technology. But I can't understate or I can't overstate the importance of this problem to them. And so they're kind of desperate for solutions. And if those solutions present themselves, I think they'll take it and they, they proof is in the pudding. That doesn't necessarily mean they need to know that it's powered by blockchain. That doesn't necessarily need, mean they need to know uh, that you know, crypto is, is the method by which people are purchasing as long as they are getting more bidders, they are receiving fiat proceeds from those sales, and they're solving a big problem and better serving their customers. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So what do you feel like your main achievement so far is with this particular project? Uh, well, we announced our project two weeks ago. We won first place out of uh, a 40 company pitch competition at the World Crypto Economic Forum. We've received a lot of inbound interest uh, and we have a great telegram group going at codexprotocol.com. Um, and, and most of all, we've received a lot of enthusiasm from the art and collectibles community to sign up and start using what we're building. And that adoption is something that I think sets us apart within the, within the community of new projects that are currently arising. Excellent. Mark Glurry with Codex Protocol. Any final thoughts before we wrap and where can we go to learn more? You can visit codexprotocol.com. Uh, you can also email us at contact at codexprotocol.com. Um, you can read our white paper on our site and learn about our native token as well. Um, and I hope you sign up so that we can send you more announcements. And one day in the next several months, uh, you'll be able to use Codex and Biddable, and you'll be able to buy art and collectibles more easily too. Can't wait. Mark Lurie with Codex Protocol, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks so much. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies 
that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 